This is episode 139 on the Herpreneur Show. Today we have leadership champion Lisa Ferguson taking us through the high five mentality to change your life. Welcome to the Herpreneur Show, where we talk women, business, life. I am your host, Annette Lakovich. I'm an entrepreneur, businesswoman, mum, and I'm a fitness fanatic who loves to dance. What I also love to do is help you reach your fullest potential in business, health, and happiness. Join me as I bring you life-changing interviews, world-class education that helps you continue to up-level your next stage in greatness. It's your time to shine. Let's do it. I'm curious to know if the spring season and the approaching of summer has you really feeling like you're ready to up level and start to improve your health and your wellness well if it is today is the show for you today we hear from the head leadership coach of circle leadership global lisa ferguson lisa has been in business for many years started at a very young age at 2015 was nominated for businesswoman of the year she was also won the Fitness Australia Gold Award winner, Young Business Person of the Year winner. She has incredible amount of awards. First, we hear about Lisa's journey through child obesity, continually putting on weight and losing weight and how she entered the fitness industry. And then we go into the second part of the interview, which is really about helping you up level and implementing these five simple strategies that will change your life. Enjoy. Now, Lisa, I want to know, I've got to ask you this question straight up. Is it true that you eat cake in the morning at least once a week? Look, I want to say guilty is charged, but I don't actually feel guilty. But absolutely, Annette, I posed myself the question many years ago, is it possible to have cake for breakfast and be fit, healthy and strong for a lifetime? And if you don't do breakfast, is it possible for lunch? Is it possible for dinner or any other time? Now, mm. of course, the whole cake piece gets to be a um, an example, an analogy for whatever it is for you. Mm-hmm. For me, it's cake but it also might be the other things that we get to love and we get to enjoy as a part of the epic human experience because Mm. food is delicious and being fit, healthy and strong for a lifetime is also wicked. So what can I lost off like the little girl on the taco ad? How do we get to have both? So yes, Mm -hmm. absolutely. I make it my, it's all important to walk your talk, of course. So if I'm sitting here saying, is it possible to have cake for breakfast and be fit, healthy and strong for a lifetime? Absolutely. I better keep checking that that's true and here we are (laughs) I love it I love it um you know I think that's a really important thing about life though like I'm normally pretty strict in my mornings in the way that I don't normally eat till about 11 and I just love the whole thing about not having to feel guilty about it which I'm still learning now because yesterday I took my son fishing And I bought him and my nephew croissants and I did ham and cheese and I heated them up and I packed them in this alfoil. And then we're there at eight o'clock in the morning. And I was like, damn it. And they just have one. It's not going to kill you. (laughs) And so I did have the croissant without guilt. So yes, thank you. I'm already (laughs) vibing. I'm already vibing. (laughs) I love that. Now now let's talk about your journey. You've um, won a a length of an arm of awards from health and fitness and business. It was the business side of the fitness world. Um, 
And I'd love to know first the journey to get you in into, into the fitness industry, into business, and then out of fitness. So let's take it back because I know that you've lost over 200 kilos on and off in total over the years. So can we yeah. take you back in your journey and sort of what brought you into the business side of fitness first? Yeah, of course. And thank you for asking and the opportunity to share my journey. And I, I live by the premise that my journey is my gift to the world. And I trust in my expression of that. It might give words to emotions that people are feeling, but they can't quite articulate. So thank you so much. And I trust this adds value and that um, each and every woman out there listening to this feels seen and heard on their journey, wherever they're at. So for me, and I'll, I love the scenic route, but I'll try and get there as quickly as possible. My journey started for me when I was four years old. It was my birthday. And I realized that I was different to the other girls in, in the swimming pool. My birthday's in November. So it was at the back under the jacaranda tree in Southeast Queensland. It's hot. I was wearing a one-piece bathing suit and significantly bigger than the other girls who were there in their little two-piece. And in, in the early 90s in, in, in Queensland, it's like, wow, is this is this already a thing? And then from there, the next 10 years was really a challenge for me. I was the fat kid in school back in the day where there was only one fat kid in school. Um, of course, we're aware about how the obesity epidemic has continued to expand, pardon the, the pun, um, until I got to 14 and went, I was 95 kilos, I just hit puberty. And then oh, no good can come from this. In fact, I actually want a boyfriend because it's a cool thing to do when your hormones are raging and you're, you're 13 and a half, 14. And so I just did what I and my 14-year-old brain knew to do at the time, which at that time, fat was the enemy. So I didn't eat anything with fat. And then I just walked every yeah. day. And as a teenager, dropped about uh, 30, 40 kilos at, at that time, which was fantastic because the, the real kicker for that for me, Annette, was not only that it's cool to get a boyfriend, but I was about to go on a science trip and you had to be weighed and measured in front of your class to get your measurements for your wetsuit to go snorkeling. Oh, you're kidding. Wow. Yeah. Now, I was mortified, as would any mm -hmm. teenage girl be, to be weighed and measured in front of the class. Yeah. You imagine if you did that now. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so then that was great. But then what did I do? I went on the trip. That was done. I got my boyfriend. That was fun. And then all of the reasons that were driving me to make those changes in my life were now met. And so therefore my motivations, my inspirations had finished. And so fast forward ah. three years, I put on 40 kilos again. Mm -hmm. Me and the boyfriend broke up. Um, he's an amazing man. We're still friends today. And I thought, okay, this isn't good. It, feeling like this in my body doesn't feel great. And so I did the classic thing. I was like, right, I've got 40 kilos to lose, um, but I'm going to lose 20 of it before I go to the gym because I can't go to the gym unless I've already, you know, got some result because and why would, you know, that whole working thing that in a ladies health club, you don't understand how many times I actually heard that which is insane. Please go on. It's crazy, isn't it? 100%. And people say to me, oh, Lisa, I want to start working with you, but I want to lose some weight on my own first. I'm like, please mm -hmm. let me help you do that less cathartically and quicker in a mm. way that's smarter, easier, and will get you better results. It's my absolute honor and pleasure and privilege. But again, I had this idea that I'll lose 20 kilos first and then I'll go to the gym. So I did. And um, and the, the really interesting thing with that is before I lost any weight and, and the, the first week, 
I was like, you know what? I look no different. I feel no different, but I'm sleeping better and I'm pooing better. Straight away, my life has improved. <laughs> Straight away, my life has improved. So did that and then was in a job that wasn't really serving me, had some challenges and things happen there. And I thought, you know what? I feel amazing. And when I up-leveled my life through uh, the, the personal trainer, the fitness professional that I work with, which we're still friends to this day because he was the catalyst for me getting into the industry. I was mm-hmm. like, I feel so good and so juiced in my body for the first time in my entire life because I'm here for me. Mm-hmm. I want to help other women feel like this in their body, not even in their body in a way that, because I've been there as well, where you've ripped yeah. with a pack and you still hate yourself. No good can come from that. Mm-hmm. But I feel good in my body and in my head. Yeah, and I want to help other people do that as well. And so mm-hmm. that kind of was a really beautiful serendipitous moment. Then over the course of the next 18 months to two years, I got qualified with the most incredible college, still mentor with and for them to this day. And so began my journey to help people, other people be fit, healthy and strong for a lifetime. I firstly want to say about that, you look back at the photos when you're younger and you think, what was I thinking? Look how beautiful I was. Look how slender I was. Why did I still pick on myself, right? And then as we get older, I know the last time I shedded a whole heap of body fat and I got the muscles, but I was doing pole dancing as well. And I tell you, I felt incredible <laughs> because it, it it tapped into more of my my feminine sexual energy Mm. and connected with my own beauty. And I was rocking up first, being the biggest girl in the room and one of the eldest as well. And I was probably about 20 years older than everybody else, but I love to dance, absolutely love it. Um, I know you love to dance too, love music. Um, And I just, the first day we had to, you know, wear our T-shirt and our undies and then, you know, as you start going along the weeks, the girls start getting more and more comfortable and they're taking their T-shirts off and they've got their little bra tops on. And and I remember the day when I finally picked the right perfect sports top and, you know, the knickers and they had the lights down low, but I just felt so empowered. And then the crazy thing is, Lisa, I notice when I feel good about myself is when I drop my weight easily. I notice when I feel good about myself, I am kinder and am more forgiving now. And maybe as I get older, I'm more forgiving. And I think, gosh, you know, I've carried a baby. This is not my identification. I'm I'm so much more than than my weight even though it's important for me to feel and look good for me though it's really interesting this journey I've gone on as I've gotten older and my weight does continually fluctuate I feel now the the self-love I have on my body is because of my mental status so I love when you were saying it was about getting your body and your head in check and that's what's really really resonates I think for all of us listening is how do we how do we get to that place so let's go there let's continue that journey with you because I know then you went into business and we all know what business does to us ladies if uh, sometimes we go through the burnout before we have the breakthrough the really interesting thing about that is I was I was young and naive but I was passionate and I was all for the people 
Mm-hmm. And I'd only just begun my personal and professional development journey at the same time that I went all in. I didn't wait to be ready. I didn't wait to have experience. I just went in. And the really interesting thing about that, Annette, was I went into the business of helping people be fit, healthy and strong for a lifetime and then I and to empower people. Mm. But how often in our quest to empower people, I got it wrong. I was like, I'm just going to give, take all of my power and give it yeah. to you. I want mm-hmm. you to feel what I feel. So I'm going to take my feels and give it to you. Yeah. And, and so, in the long run. <laughs> and in, well, it wasn't even that long. Six months mm. later, I've mm. got an award-winning business. We turned over 900% revenue increase in the first six months. And we we're recognized as one of the top 10 gyms in the country at the time. And we had people ringing saying, who, is, who are these people doing all of this incredible work in this tiny little town in this gym? Um, and on paper, it was incredible. Got in, in, uh, invited to speak at Filex, the National Fitness Convention. And at that point, we'd been in for nine months. I'd put mm-hmm. on 30 kilos mm-hmm. since I bought my gym. I had six amazing personal trainers that were there ready to help me. I sat next to an equipment full of stuff. I was qualified three times over myself. I was helping other people do it for them, which I don't know about you, Annette, but if I had a fat personal trainer, I would not be going to them. But anyway, that's okay. So much love and respect for people that were still able to see me for who I was and the results that I was getting for people. But this is why I continually go, I need to walk my talk down, check that the cake for breakfast thing is still real. So, you know, because I've been there preaching health and fitness when I haven't been the example of. And the crux of it for me was when I got invited to speak at Filex, it was kind of a real pinnacle moment for me but nothing fit. And I had to go to Target to buy a pair of pants because there's no way I was going to go get a beautiful suit from Portman's at the size I was. Mm -hmm. And, um, and when I bought that size 20 pair of pants and I started the business nine months earlier at a size 10, I was like, wow, I've doubled in size. Mm. And now I've got to stand in front of a group of fitness professionals from around yeah, this country. That's... They're going to go, if this is what success in fitness business means for me personally, I don't want to, I don't want a bar of it. And that is a shame and shame on me because we need more people in fitness business, helping people to be more fit, healthy and strong for a lifetime, because what we're doing at the moment isn't working. Let's have a look around the world. Mm. Mm. Well, I can imagine just that that moment of buying the outfit. We all know what it's like, ladies, don't we, when we're having that fat day or fat year or whatever it is and we're trying to find that outfit and we cannot find it and we are in dire straits and we just want to cry and it's just it's a, it's a horrible moment. What happened after that? Was that a wake-up call for you to go something has to change? hundred percent. Yeah. We come and I stood there, I stood there in front of, and mostly men as well. Mm -hmm. So it's, and it's so interesting. And I speak to other fitness professionals about this. I know all of us in and of ourselves as beautiful women and people and, and souls in this meat suit, having this incredible human experience, we all feel better when we're fit, healthy and strong for a lifetime. But as a fitness professional, as an expert in my field, to not be the example of of what I was there preaching and professing to be amazing. There's an identity that's caught up in that, that is this extra pressure of, I don't even know how to describe it, Mm. but when that's your professional standing in the world, when that's the identity 
that people have associated you with and you're not being that there's not only incongruence with the way our body loves to be and feel but there's incongruence with who we're saying we are in the world and so you mm-hmm. don't fit within yourself you don't fit within you in the world and you're just in no man's land in life and it's a really tough place to be and and that's how I felt standing on that stage I just was in no man's land nothing was landing because of course why would it no one had any questions and I remember coming home from Sydney and I went for a walk and I went Lisa knowledge isn't power applied knowledge is power you know all of the things but you've got to actually do the things and it's so primary we know these things and innately we all know what we've got to do to be fit healthy and strong Mm. for a lifetime but life is so busy and so complicated and lousy and bright lousy it's not lousy it's amazing loud and bright (laughs) and noisy you know all of the things we can sometimes forget the simple gifts that are life Mm. we've got to do the thing so fast forward to today what are some of the beliefs that you run around preaching, helping, believing to make transformations that you do now? One of the things that I'm really grateful for my journey in there is that I have been morbidly obese and 40, 45 kilos plus overweight and being mm-hmm. depressed and hate my body. I have also been 65 kilos ripped, cut and shredded Mm -hmm. with a six pack and the whole show um, depressed and hating my body. So then to your point before about mindset, well, if I'm depressed and hating my body at ripped, cut and shredded, and if I'm depressed and hating my body at 40 kilos overweight and obese, then what if the way that I'm feeling actually doesn't start with what my body mass is on the scale with my relationship to gravity? Firstly, why am I feeling a certain way in my body and going to a digital number on the scale to either tell me that I have permission to continue feeling this or not? I did this the other day. I was feeling really lean. I was like, I'm going to get on the scales because I'm interested. And I got off. I went, this is why I don't do that anymore. (laughs) Because because now that little bastard that doesn't have any feelings affected mine and I don't like giving my power away to that. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. So some... So some of the paradigms that I love to run now is, um, is it possible to have cake for breakfast and be fit, healthy and strong for a lifetime? Absolutely. The fit, healthy and strong piece for me and I think for women in business is key. Mm-hmm. Not talking ripped, cut and shredded. If you want to be ripped, cut and shredded, yeah. and that's something that you want to allude to. That's amazing. Please do that. But please mm-hmm. keep in mind that that is a sports performance goal. That's an athlete's game. And if you want to have an athlete's physique, you need to be prepared to put in the work. If you want to be fit, healthy and strong for a lifetime and have cake for breakfast here and there, we can definitely do that. There's five fundamentals, that, but nothing in life is free, right? So there, of mm. course, there's five fundamentals that we get to do to give us more flexibility so that we can enjoy those things. You can't just sit there on the couch at night and smash three Woolies $4.50 mug cakes into your face and be like, well, Lisa said that I can have cake and be fit, healthy and strong for a lifetime. So I'm just going to sit here and do the thing. Like, that's not how this works. But we know that. We wish that it did, but it doesn't. Such is life. So things like I always wish that I could say to myself as a kid, I can eat whatever I want and never put on weight. And so Mm -hmm. I started saying to myself, I can eat whatever I want and maintain my ideal body composition because Mm -hmm. the reframe of that is key. Mm -hmm. Because the universe doesn't hear the word no or never. So if I say I eat whatever I want and I never put on weight, the universe hears, I eat whatever I want and I put on weight. So yeah. we need to be really careful about how we frame those things. And uh, the healthier I am, the wealthier I am. 
So, and I have noticed that the better and the more aligned and the higher vibe I am in my body, mm. my bank account's also showing the same the same thing. Because, mm. and this is, I don't know if it's true for you, Annette, and, and to our, our listeners, but when I feel good in my body, I show up more for my people. Yeah. If I'm showing up more for my people in service and adding more value into the world, so that comes back. Mm-hmm. If I'm feeling crap because I know I'm not showing up for myself, I'm not showing up in the world. I'm not serving as much. I'm not adding as much value. And of course, I'm not being remunerated as such. Mm-hmm. It makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So, and yeah. that's exactly what um, came to me. Like even when you stood on that stage at the fitness convention, if you truly even just fell into a different mindset back then by saying, I am valuable. I don't need them to label that I need to look a certain way to be successful in a fitness business, right? So the mindset of that, the way you would have stood on that stage and just owned that moment to say, thank you, I, you know, it, it has taken blood, sweat and tears and probably an extra 40 kilos to get here today. Though even though I might not look the picture perfect of what my concept is for a business owner, I tell you what, I have learned exactly what my clients feel, what they go through, and I've turned into the best client. And today I'm so proud that the, like those 40 kilos I have put on is all the weight, blood, sweat, and tears to help transform other people's lives. And I'm going to transform mine again. Like if if there was a different feeling just standing on that stage and just owning how proud you are and not even make it about the weight. Do you know what I mean? Because that's what the fit, I've been in the fitness industry for a very long time. And that's taken a lot of sort of reframing yeah. You know, I was competing in bodybuilding and body shaping at a ridiculous age. Like, you know, it's just crazy. Though I love now what you're saying is this reframe because the communication we have to ourselves, that's the person that we communicate most to every day. 100%. And it's the most powerful thing because you're right in saying, and my huge belief is when you are working on yourself fully, physically so you exercise it like every one of my clients I try to get them to at least do a 20 minute walk a day not a physical power walk doesn't have to it's even just getting out there and allowing the defrag of their mind getting rid of the crap writing journaling get rid of it however you got to get rid of it reconnecting with your soul and your purpose but I know if you can do that 20 minute walk sometime in that day preferably in the morning because when you sit down at your work your vibration is naturally higher. And like you're saying, Lisa, you show up different because you're showing up different. Your clients that you attract show up different. The money that you're attracting, like you're saying, there's like this is easy pipe of flow coming to you because the frequency that we're putting out. So I love this message because it's so powerful for us, ladies. And you know how, how passionate I am about the burnout, We've got to stop the burnout. We've got to look at how we are working because we don't have to work like a man, not saying any judgment of men. I know I have to say this every now and again, just so you know that I've got a son and a husband. I love them very much. Though we work differently and to feel how we work best and, and finding your own blueprint. And part of that is connect with your body, connect with your emotion, connect with your own personal vibration 
because we need to be able to make our own rules in how we thrive. But the, the health and the fitness is a piece. Of course. But we don't want it to be the piece that's going to kill us. Can you tell me about your high five versus a palm five? Can we go there? Because I would love to <laughs> dig into this. I think this is a perfect segue for that. I, and and I, I need to credit my beautiful friend and mentor, Rowie, for these because she taught me these years and years and years ago and I love that I get to help um, live her legacy forward. So when we talk about our, our, our high five top tips, this is the, the high five piece. We'll put it on our thumb. And she's counting with her hands, ladies, and you can't see. Yes, so on our thumb. So if you've got your high five up on your thumb, the first thing before we do anything else. Now, remember, I'm a fitness professional and that's where my expertise is, but we're going to get to that, is the breath. All life starts and ends with the breath. That's where our peace is found. Mm -hmm. And how amazing is it that we don't have to breathe our own lungs or beat our own heart at night time? And we can still wake up the next day for the most part. How incredible is that? Yeah. What magic might transpire in our life if we actually applied some consciousness to that breath? And when we're in times of stress or when we're in times of self-loathing or business is hard, what if we just took the time to breathe? All life starts and ends with the breath. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For those of us with kids, if you're giving your kids 10 seconds to do something, what are you doing during those 10 seconds? <laughs> Giving yourself an opportunity yeah. to breathe, creating some space in your being, yeah. getting, getting some oxygen so that we make better choices mm. in the moment. And what's been programmed from a very young age, our mums used to say to us, take three deep breaths. Absolutely. And then we say that now to our children. And yeah, it, it's very interesting because yeah, even with your yoga practices, it's 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 always starts through the breath. Love it. Mm, yeah, for sure. And we're doing some um, some stretching workshopping in our house at the moment, and it's all about it's so often when we're trying to stretch, and we mm. can talk about stretching our bodies, but we can talk about stretching in business. We can talk about stretching in relationships, shifting out of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. We want to hold our breath. We want to hold our breath, but if we actually we're able to breathe proverbially and literally when we're stretching in our bodies mm. and in business. I wonder how that might make things feel. Number two, number two is, and I'm going to shift these around, but I'm, and I'm going to explain that a sec, but number two on our pointer finger is, um, <laughs> I call it peas, water, H2O, because we can only survive about three minutes without oxygen to our brain before we start dying. But is it possible that we might start shutting down our system within three days without water? And so how important does water, how important does hydration get to be in mm-hmm. our body? I know for a fact that over 50% of preventable disease in this world right now can be avoided by, um, by hydrating our body. And it's not even a case yeah. of, apart from the fact that we're not drinking enough water and we're not, but those of us that are drinking water, if we think about it, it's either coming out of a bottle that's been sitting in plastic or it's mm-hmm. been coming out of a water treatment plant that's been smashed full of chemicals. The water molecules are now sticky. They're bigger. They stick together and they can't permeate the cell wall the way that nature would have intended. Mm-hmm. It's not that we're not drinking enough water, but it is the water and the quality of our water that yeah. we're drinking getting to where it needs to be on a cellular level. Mm. interesting that's a whole other story yeah (laughs) and it's so interesting with that because I normally very rarely if we're out by water in plastic because the obesogens from the from the water 
So it's always, you know, do you have glass bottled water? <laughs> and people sure. think, oh, you're such a water snob. And I'm thinking, you know, I learn a lot about the water. So we've got a whole filtration system in our house because even, you know, if we're going to drink it, we may as well shower in it. So, 100%. Um, and yeah. This- this was when we changed our water as well. It's like, well, okay, cool. I can change the quality of the water that I'm drinking, but I'm st- if I'm still showering or bathing in mm. um, toxic water, then our skin is the most absorbent organ yeah. in our body. It's kind of like, that's interesting. Yeah. So same sort of thing. Like if we're going to, and that helps me segue into my next topic about eating more real food, maybe some mm-hmm. food that comes out of the ground. Um, if we're going to be, you know, the push for organic food and we all know how bad, you know, glyphosate and, and those types of things are, if we're really, really onto that, but we're washing it down with toxic water, it's kind of mm. like, yeah. And this is the thing, folks, we're never going to get it perfect. This is the world and the times in which we live. But if we can do the best with what we've got and love ourselves in that process, then how perfect does that get to be? Because quite often it's not about the thing, it's how we think about the thing. So we've done it. We've done a full episode about glyphosate, ladies. Mm. It's Have a look for it. I can, I'll put in the notes if you're really keen to learn more. Go down to the show notes in today's interview and we'll have it there for that link for that interview it's 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 really quite shocking i've also done an instagram post on just about being able to just soak your fruit if if you know if you can't get the organics because i've noticed when i came to western australia it was hard it, it was it was just ridiculously expensive that's what it was yeah. i used to buy so many like two and a half big massive bags for about 40 dollars from the markets in sydney yeah. Moved yeah. to Perth and I was like, well, I got half a bag full. Yeah. So there's things you can do to help soak your, your food as well with apple cider and that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, definitely check out your water because, as Lisa's saying, that's what our body's made up of. If you think, I actually find, Lisa, I, I wonder why people just love to walk by the ocean, sit by the ocean, look at the ocean. And I really think there's a massive connection there because if 99.9% of our body is made up of water or whatever the percentage is, and I feel like that's like such a connection unconsciously that we want to sit with water. And you think, well, more importantly, what are we drinking? Because as soon as you can educate yourself with that, I actually noticed um, our, our soda stream. Our soda stream, I haven't replaced our soda stream. So I've drank less water the last week. And I said to my husband yesterday afternoon, I've got to go get soda stream because I'm drinking less water during the day. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's interesting. Like I realize now how much I've actually liked the bubbly water. Never did before. But it's also women probably saying, what if I don't like water? Find a way to drink it. Find a way to drink more of it. Put lemon in it. Don't put coffee because that's uh, that's going to dehydrate you. But there's got to be a way that you need to find it because it's your body's medicine. Thank you so much for saying that. And this is the thing. I'd rather be polarizing than boring. And I just mm. say it as it is. And so when you say find a way, if people say to me, oh, I could get passionate here. I need to watch myself. <laughs> if people say to me, oh, but Lisa, I don't like water. And I'm like, choose your hard, man. Choose your hard. You know what's hard? Not being able to walk up steps with your kids because you're dehydrated because you've got arthritis because you haven't been lubricating your joints. What's hard is not being able to poo because you're constipated because your body is trying to draw as much water out of your intestines to actually process Mm. those five mud cakes that you had for breakfast and didn't do anything about it and then want to blame me for it. Choose your hard. Drink some water. Deal with it. I'm sorry. I'm unapologetic in that. And here's the other thing, and this is 
why, apart from me getting on my soapbox and getting passionate about it. And I'm just going to have a drink of water while we're here. Yes, please do that. And I'm kind of looking at my bottle going, I really want to do that too. So if, if it's like, all right, well, if we can't do it for ourselves, and that's fine. I'm a big believer in if we can't do it for ourselves, then we need to do that first. But whatever we've got to do to get around us, get around ourselves. Mm. So if we're women in business and we don't like water, what about this? If our brain is 65 to 75% water and it is, and our brain is the thing that sends mm-hmm. the messages to our bodies, right? Now, I am self-confessed, uh, afflicted with concentrating bitch face. Um, I am, if I'm concentrating on something, I don't see well, I'm there and people go, Lisa, what's wrong with you? I'm like, absolutely nothing. I'm having a great day. And they're like, well, you might want to tell your face about it because I have concentrating bitch face. It's just one of those things. But what I'm saying is if your brain is dehydrated and it's a shriveled prune brain now, it's like a sultana instead of a grape. And if it's the thing that's sending the message to your face, if you've got a shriveled prune brain, then potentially what might your face be doing now if karen from finance is walking down the hallway and she needs to have a really important conversation with you about something that could be edgy or touchy she walks past and goes not right now but it was super important for her to have that conversation with you then and didn't because you're dehydrated because your shriveled prune brain didn't tell your face that it was okay for karen to come and tell you about that Mm. deal that maybe has just lost you a lot of money When is it now really important to drink water if you're a woman in business? Mm. The other thing is the creativity. Oh. If you're launching, if you just want to show up happy. Um, (laughs) There was something else that just came to when you were saying that. Um, The cravings. So many people, ladies, if you're getting cravings by the end of the day, normally the cravings of hunger is normally because you're dehydrated. Yeah. Yeah. What do so go have a drink of water ladies while you're listening yes all right number that was number that was two number two went we went two three two we're going to go back to three because they go together so the Mm. first one is breathe finding some peace in our bodies because three minutes without oxygen in our brain our brain starts to die number two is hydration water and here's the things folks this isn't easy Uh, this isn't hard we all know this this isn't new information Um, We're all incredibly smart ladies because we're here listening to this podcast. So please know that this isn't me being condescending. This is me congratulating you and reminding you about what we already know to be true. It's I know it. Do you do it? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And and this is how we get to have cake and cake for breakfast and be fit, healthy and strong. This is how I get to do it. If I do these five things, I have more room for that. So uh, anything for cake. And actually on the movement piece and the walk that you talked about that you get your clients to do before, it helps your vibration. I'm going to move into that in a sec. Haha, <laughs> see what I did there? I'm hilarious. Um, I was the same this morning. It's raining here in Emerald. And I'm like, you know what? No, I'm having a chat with Annette and some incredible women out there in the world today. I want to be my highest vibe self. I know when mm-hmm. I move more that I am. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to get a bit wet and have a shower. Yeah. My shoes will have an umbrella. For sure. <laughs> for sure. So number three is... um is if, if number two was, was about poos, oh, peas, I forgot the whole thing. So how much water do we drink in it? People mm. go, well, how much water do I drink? Is it eight glasses? Is it two liters? Is it possible mm. that what's different for me is different for you? Is it possible that if I run a marathon in a desert today, it's going to be different than if I'm hanging out in Melbourne, Australia tomorrow? The answer gets to be yes. What mm. if it's as easy as going, drink more water till you've got clear wheeze? If your wheeze are clear, good. If they're not, drink more water. Mm. because business is hard enough as it is ladies we don't and and i just 
I want to apologize on behalf of the fitness profession because we've made it so damn complicated, this being healthy thing, but we all know what we need to do. And if it could be as simple as breathing a little bit consciously throughout the day, is our we clear? Let's just have a little check. We do anyway, drink more water. And if we could poo a little bit better, and I know we don't talk about these things out loud, mm-hmm. maybe it's not very ladylike and a little bit crass, but we all do it. And I think it's important. Yeah, Similar it's like- to if your face isn't being told that it's in a good mood and okay to be approached right now because it's dehydrated. If you're constipated, what are you full of? You're full of poo. You're full of shit. Am I allowed to say that on this podcast? You're full of shit. So if you're full of shit, what type of leader are you? What Mm. type of mother are you? What type of friend, wife, daughter, Mm. sister are you? So when is it important to eat more real food to help actually process that? And Mm. that goes hand in hand with the water piece Mm. because constipation gets to be alleviated with eating more real food whatever that is for you we all know what real food is lisa i don't know how to read read food labels cool eat less food with labels the end yeah exactly (laughs) if if it has to say (laughs) gluten-free then it's the you know anything with labels just shop around the outside of the shopping center that's where it's all the natural food and i love this as well because if ladies we're talking about you know lifting your vibration lifting your frequency level if you live if you're eating more clean Alive food, food. <laughs> it's it's energy it's actually literally energy I, I can't remember where it was um but I remember there was a test done on food and they were showing it's called the auric scale and it's oh, the yes. level of oxygen and it was showing it compared to um carrots broccoli like just any of your vegetables and also essential oils are really high in the auric scale yes um and that was the day when i was like wow i'm definitely eating more clean like just more food from the from the, from the ground not saying ladies you don't have to be you know if you don't be go don't eat meat i'm just saying like how much you fill in your food yourself up with actually food that's energized from the ground super important 100 percent. so breathe get some oxygen in us drink more water how much you've got clear ways eat more real food so that we're not a shitty leader because we're full of it number four then we move so many people when they want to change their body composition they launch themselves straight into exercise Mm. but it doesn't how long if you're going to exercise if you're going to go for a run here's my hot tip if you hate running don't run um do something else i don't like exercise same with water choose your hard Mm hard is being that overweight that you can't wipe your bum hard is going to target to buy a size 20 pair of pants because you've put on weight to go and have a conversation with the fittest healthiest people in this country choose your hard what's it going to be but so many people want to go and throw themselves at the gym they want to go where the marketing is they want to go where the bright lights are calling them to go but if you are going to do some exercise how long are you going to last if there's no breath happening (laughs) no water How long are you going to last if there's no oil in the body? Like, yeah, you're going to pull some muscles there, girls, or have a bloody heart attack. 100%. If there's no fuel in your machine, Mm -hmm. if you're going to invest a good, and for me, it's true, I need to invest some dosh in order to get myself to take some action sometimes. And this is why I charge a premium because I want you to commit to yourself. And the way that I get myself to take action is to throw a lot of money at it. Well, Lisa, you've paid for it. Show up, you know? 
mm-hmm. but that's part of helping people show up for themselves. I can be cheap, but what comes with cheap? Nasty, and I'm not nasty. So that would be out of align, alignment. But charging people a premium is helping them commit to themselves, getting them to do what mm-hmm. they have to do that's going to make a massive value impact in their life. Now, ladies, if you're going to invest good amount of money into some kind of fitness program, some kind of fitness professional, and you want most bang for your buck, you want return on in your investment because you're in business and you do, what is the point if we're not eating well, if we're not drinking enough water till we've got clear ways, and if we're actually not honoring our high performance vehicle to get the most out of it, there is no point going and put a Harley Davidson motorbike on a dyno to get tuned, to get some more horsepower out of it. If we're going to put the wrong fuel in it, if we're Mm. not going to put any oil in it, if we're not going to change the air filter, yeah, then move. And what sort of movement? Do something that you can get around. You don't need to be in a gym. It can be on the ground. Just move your body more and get started. If you need Mm. help, please seek it out first. Just do whatever you need to do to get moving. And and this is my, and this is so interesting. Fitness professionals won't tell you about that for the most part. I shouldn't speak on behalf of everybody because it's generalization. The fitness profession, the fitness industry will just want to throw some kind of Instagram influencer program at you. If it doesn't make sense to you, please don't do it. Hmm. And this is a whole the whole piece around being in our bodies but not being connected to it. And the last thing that I speak about, and I think I'm going to move the order of importance to, of this one to number two, is sleep. Ah, yes. There has been so <laughs> much study. Mm-hmm. And we know it and we go, yeah, but it's cool because we're hustling in this hustle culture. You know, nah, that's burnout culture, man. Hustle culture is actually burnout culture. We've all been there. Maybe we haven't. Um, I know I certainly have. I'm sleeping more than I ever have in my life right now. And it's it's challenging to try and get my head around it because I feel lazy, right? But I tell you what, I'm sharper. I'm getting more done in less time. And my runs and my workouts are so much mm. better. And I'm eating less because my body isn't craving energy mm-hmm. because I'm having good restful sleep. Yeah, yeah. The sleep part, especially because a lot of you ladies are in perimenopause. So you know that your progesterone starts to drop and then you're walking around with a higher estrogen, which means you're more higher strung and get stressed Mm. easier where progesterone is our chill pill. And so it affects our sleep. And if our sleep is not supported in some way, then you are going to have insulin spikes you're going to crave sugar more which is worse because you know that the hormones are you know more against us as we start to age we start to get you know the the tire around the belly there's just a difference now hormones so sleep I I agree with you that sleep has to be the number one or the number two it's the most important thing because you know how crappy you feel when you don't sleep and that build up over months for any of you ladies is if you are going through perimenopause, please get yourself an integrative medicine doctor or it's also known as a functional medicine doctor. You just don't need your normal GP is going to give you a quick seven minutes and, you know, they've done their certification or their graduation 40 years ago. You need to have a doctor that you're going to sit down for an hour with. And like Lisa's saying, when you pay, you pay attention you know, these appointments are going to be between $250 and $470. But I'm telling you, they're going to change your life if you're going through problems with your sleep because how you show up in your day 
is going to be massively impacted. So that's just a special message for my women that are in perimenopause. If you're going through your 40s now um, or early 50s and you're still uh, menstruating, definitely get that stuff checked out because that's that's a huge one. I, I know I'm so passionate about it, Liz, because I went through it. I'm going through perimenopause now. And it wasn't until I really got my sleep sorted when I was like, oh, my God, I feel good again. <laughs> I a hundred percent. Yep. And the weight starts to shift and the the craving's gone and yeah, you just walk around happier. And the amazing thing about our high five, and I'll just run through them again from, from thumb to pinky finger. It's, it's the sleep, uh, sorry, the breath piece, the water piece, the eat more real food piece, the movement piece and the sleep piece. The thing is they're all individual, but none of them exist individual of each other. Mm. Okay, so if you're having challenges with sleep, is it possible that by eating less processed food and moving our body more, that's actually going to help you sleep better? Remember at the start, I said the second that I started moving my body, Mm -hmm. I slept better and I pooed better and my life was immediately changed Mm -hmm. in that moment. Is it possible that by sleeping more and getting more sleep, you're going to want to eat less because your body's not looking for energy? Is Mm. it possible that we already know that caffeine and energy drinks aren't the best for us, but if we're better rest? (laughs) we're naturally not going to want to grab them i'm challenged Mm. with that because coffee is delicious but i just switched to really good quality decaf now and i can still you know have my cake for breakfast and eat it too but if Mm. we're sticking to these five simple fundamentals and here's the thing ladies the fundamentals aren't necessarily fun they're just dementals but if you don't do them is it possible that you go demental Mm. yeah Love it. Well, Lisa, if people are going, oh, I'd love to do some work with Lisa. How do I get to know her more? Um, How can they best continue this journey with you? It would be an absolute honour and privilege and pleasure. And thank you. Thank you. Um, I am on LinkedIn and Instagram for the most part on LinkedIn under Lisa Ferguson um, or through Circle Leadership Global. And on Instagram, I'm at Lisa U Ferg. So they're the best ways to get to chat to me in the interim. And then we can we can go from there how exciting thank you for sharing your genius your passion you can hear the passion can't you ladies you have passionate genius uh go grab a drink of water right now ladies <laughs> eat clean food and um then you can have your piece of cake Thanks, uh, thank you so much lisa my pleasure you're listening to the herpreneur show i hope you received the inspirational idea thought message that you're meant to hear today if you love the show it means a bunch to me sending me a message on facebook or on itunes to rate and review the show and subscribe so you're the first to know when the next show's released until then make sure you do something that fills up your level of happiness something that lifts your vibration so high that you are the happiest person that you know i'm out